Before we begin this episode, we would like to profess that Super Cats Brothers is a safe space. Lister and I stand with the survivors of the heinous acts that have been detailed in recent days and which have permeated within our community for far too long. We are committed to, Sma to the Smash franchise remaining a gaming series that everyone can love, enjoy, and bond over, and actively stand and work against the forces of evil that work to undermine the core values of our true community. Those that understand the familial joy and pure fun and heart that the Super Smash Bros. series emanates, and which has drawn millions of us to the fray for over 20 years. Hello to all of you. This is a very high-energy episode of Supercast Brothers that we're going to do today, and it involves a special guest of ours, a returning friend from the world that we've known them from for many years and stuff, and the Xantok's there too, and I'm John. Oh yeah. I was about to say, I'm a special guest now? What the fuck? You are a special guest. You have, you have a special guest room in my heart and have ever since I met you. I don't want it. Okay. Are you Jon Snow now? I don't want it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We are going to dive into a new Smashtopia with a face familiar to the Super Cast Brothers landscape. We previously talked with him on an on-topic episode a long while back, reflecting on Everyone Is Here, that epic trailer that kickstarted the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Era. Turbo Taxer? And No. We oh. did discuss uh, with Turbo Taxer Porky on a Smash Topia a while ago, and that was pretty cool. Uh, we'll see if good old Jake can lead the charge into Adeline. Or are we finally doing... Or Adeline, or Adeline, or however you pronounce it. Wait, but I, I thought in that episode we talked about doing a GUI move set with Jake. Did we? Yes. Oh well, I th I think that we kind of just veered Adeline because it's a character more naturally inclined to have more move set potential. Well, fuck! Because there goes all my notes. Oh well, too bad, too bad. Oh no, here. Let me, uh, I'll I guess I'll just have to you know come up with everything on the spot this time yeah i mean i've done the same in the past you can you can do it if i can sure yeah very very true and uh yeah without further ado here is the boy as we know him hello how are you today hello caller 11 here hi i'm ah, jay it's nice to be here thanks for having me back on the show guys well oh, some of, of us didn't have a say in the decision but you know how it goes <laughs> Um, well, if you're lucky caller 11, then you've won a spot on the show. No cash prize, but, you know. But but in order to get your prize of being on the show, there's one question that you have to answer for us, or, you know, you lose trivia. That question is, who the fuck is Adeline? Uh-oh. <laughs> He's uh -oh. putting him on the spot. You're putting me on the spot. I thought this was an episode about Gooey. Uh, just kidding. We already had that bit. <laughs> Adeline, she is a mini boss from the Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards, one of uh, a game a game that I played in my childhood and is near and dear to my heart. Um, she starts out as uh, her first appearance, I think, is as she's being possessed by dark matter in the woods. One of the first few stages on Planet Popstar. Um, and there, as Kirby, you have to free her from being possessed by this Dark Matter um, delegate, I guess. 
And so she's a mini, um, she's a kind of a Kirby mainstay in the sense that she uh, is one of the painterly characters. So in the tradition of um, Paint Roller and Drossia, Kirby has a lot of these kind of painting and uh, minor enemies and other bosses that you've faced. Right. Uh, so Adeline is uh, one of those characters just brought to Kirby 64. Interestingly, she was supposed to also be playable in that game, as I've come to learn, but they cut that out in at some point in development. Probably time constraints. Most likely. Yeah, I suppose so. Now, That's, the uh... other thing about Adeline is that you can play as her in the minigame piece of Kirby 64, and I had many fond memories of playing those minigames uh, with some friends and some family. Uh, the bumper crop bash or whatever it's called <laughs> bumper <laughs> crop bump mm -hmm. and then 100 yard hop and checkerboard chase so all all very good fun com little light-hearted competitive games nice nice and uh there's some controversy going around as per whether adeline's first appearance was in the crystal shards or whether it was in kirby's dreamland 3 uh with the appearance of addo who essentially looks exactly like Adeline in Kirby's Dreamland 3 just a few years prior. Uh, works in the same exact way, just a different name. So I'm kind of veering on the fact on the idea that it's Adeline, and they just had a translation mishap. What say you guys? Well, I... I... Granted, I haven't really played much of the Kirby games myself. I've really only played Air Rise and a little bit of Mass Attack. But, uh, Mass Attack is what I'm trying to say there. But uh, I, was, I was reading up about this whole Adeline Addo thing, and what I've kind of come to is that, yeah, it's they're the same character. Let's let's be honest here. They, they kind of have to be. A, a lot of the character, a lot of the bosses for, in Kirby's Dream Lane 3, from what I've read, have had their names be shortened. Adeline's mm -hmm. uh, name, if you just roam, roam in his eyes, or I don't know how you pronounce that, but if like, the first three letters are A-D-O, Addo. Uh, they look almost the same. Their boss fights between Dream Lane 3 and Kirby 64 are very close to being identical, including at the very end of each of those fights, when she's on her last legs and she has no other painted enemies that she can have Kirby fight, both Addo and Adelaine just start blindly running forward, swinging her paintbrush around, and a single hit is enough to knock out either of them. In Kirby Star Allies, where Addo, or Adeline was added as a playable character... She has a move called Addo's Painter. Also Hello? True. Yep. Yep. Seems obvious to me. <laughs> now, will they ever confirm it? <laughs> no. that That's not going to happen. But no. I, I feel like it's pretty safe bet they're the same character. And if they're not the same character, they're just like, they're probably going to say like, oh, they're cousins or twins or whatever. It they're is kind of funny how... There's kids. What? <laughs> it is kind of funny how much uh, mental gymnastics they're going through to not say anything to confirm it. Yeah, it's really I will weird. Say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, nonetheless, I think that we're kind of at least in agreement here. So if you want to take Super Cash Brothers as canon, then Al and Adeline are definitely the same. Are definitely the same person. What do you mean if so, we're canon? That's also very true. That's also very true. Um, you know what, Jake? That wasn't too bad for being put totally on the spot. <laughs> so, 
Oh yeah, that's right. On, uh, caller number eleven, Taylor. you have won your spot on the podcast. So congratulations! Yay! <laughs> Was that sarcasm? <laughs> I would never. Was that oh, sarcasm? I'll Perhaps. keep you guessing. <laughs> hmm. What? Uh, yeah, we we love our mysterious pals on this show. Very. Uh, and I, I don't know what I was You say about. love, I Maybe. say tolerate. <laughs> Coming from you, that's a compliment. Well. So, um, yeah, so before we get going, uh, Jake, this is your first Smash Tropia episode. Basically, we're going to run down the gamut of the moveset. We're going to go through the entrance and the taunts and victory poses first. Try not to spend 40 minutes on that alone like we did in the last Smash Tropia episode. Uh, you mean like every Smashtopia episode? Kind of, but especially the Ezio one. That was a fun one, though. Uh, the Kirby hat, special moves and final smashes. The extra skill, which is a special part of our Smashtopia episodes, wherein we can detail uh, an extra an extra skill. Something it's else. It's more or less a fifth yeah. special attack button. Sometimes it's an attack, right. sometimes it's a stab buff, sometimes it's characters transforming into a different character like Zelda and Sheik. Adeline into Addo. Well. <laughs> uh, oh man, you you just you just ruined Lister's surprise at the end. <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes I hate humanity. This might be one of those days. <laughs> Are you uh, revoking my podcast privileges? We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh boy we can't we can't replace him with eric out of nowhere because eric's probably taking a nap that's true so we're st we're stuck with number 11 it's a okay. lucky number anyway it's like a it's, a, it's a, a lucky precious little boy so we'll we'll keep you on uh we're gonna dive into other skills after that like wall jumps wall clings crawls just whatever you think adeline should have uh i think she glides personally and then there's that feature. alternate costumes. We're going to dive into what we think her home stage might be. And that's about it. That's so, it. So let's dive in. Without further ado, let's dive into the show. It will be fun. You were going to keep going with the dance number? Yeah, so let's okay, get into the entrance. What is your entrance for Adeline Jacob? Oh, I get to go first. Yes. Oh, what a privilege. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I was thinking for her entrance would be, um, I think going in the theme of her canvas and her art painterly skills, I would think that she would probably draw herself into existence with a magical paintbrush. I'm scared by it. Oh. Cool. Paradoxical. Like exciting. Ooh. Just what we like. Hmm. Medical, as they say. I'm, ve I'm very worried about this paintbrush that can paint its creator into life. Well, is, it's, uh... a, it's a paintbrush that paints lots of things into life, so why not its creator as well? You know what? Speaking of Super Castro this being canon, I think that's how Adeline was born. <laughs> no, that's how Addo was born. That's how Addo was born, yep. Nice, nice. 
so how about you, Otak? So for mine, for, first of all, I'm just going to say that much like with Kirby Star Allies, I kind of envision Adeline and Ribbon being the character together. That's how I built my whole list and everything around them. Ribbon doesn't necessarily going to be doing a lot. She's kind of kind of like how Luma with Rosalina is. She's going to be like hanging around, but there will be some moves where Ribbon is involved, such as the entrance animation where I have Ribbon gently carrying Adeline down onto the stage and dropping her off just in time to battle. Just in time delivery. I like it. Yes. Uh, you, you could say uh, it's an Amazon delivery with Prime. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're just one step away from Jeff Bezos being playable in Smash. Uh, well, got, you guys are really stuff. going for the Amazon sponsorship, hey? I mean, let's uh, be real. We just want any sponsorship. We'll take anything, please. I, I was... Except for Raid Shadow Legends. We don't want that one. Should I let's not talk play. about his, uh, his lazy eye, then? And how he kind of reminds me of Mac or Mac and me or like a six-foot-tall golem? I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's it's uh, I can pull that up for you. It's it has everything. Hey, hey, Jono, to do you know with how we avoid it. spending forty minutes on uh, taunts and victory poses? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. this. Hey, Mac stands for mysterious alien creature. Ronald McDonald is in this movie. Was this a McDonald's movie? And I just don't remember. Wow. Anyway, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> Um, funny that you mentioned Ribbon because they have the same general idea um, copying off of Star Allies where Adeline and Ribbon are a duo so just uh, I think the general consensus is we can toss Ribbon in there even if it wasn't something Jake had in mind I don't think it's anything that would invariably change the general idea of the moveset so it's not a big deal anyway uh, so we can just say yeah she's there but for the entrance Mine is extremely similar to yours, Lister, but with a tiny aesthetic change. And that's uh, where Ribbon's holding on to Adeline, and they gracefully float to the stage. They drop Adeline off, and then Adeline has a little high five with Ribbon before the fight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. We have a few. Basically, um, two. Ex the same. Basically, the same entrance, but with one tiny change. And then we have painting Adeline into existence, which I don't know about you, but I would have never thought of, so it's a good thing that Jake called in today. <laughs> um, well, what do now you, what, we have to figure out what yeah. we're actually going to go with, though, because we have three ideas, but there can only be one. Only one. So, Jake, what do you think about these three different entrance animations? I think that it would be great to have Ribbon incorporated into the moveset, so having her fly Adeline into the into the picture seems pretty reasonable to me. Into the picture? Really? <laughs> Did you just... How long were you thinking of that? Not long. <laughs> I was on the spot. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> what, if, what if Adeline so drops in... Oh, I mean, what if Ribbon drops in Adeline's brush, and then the brush draws Adeline into existence, and then Ribbon is like... What the hell? And I, flies away. I think that's too long. Well, we don't want to scare the poor little fairy. That's true. I mean, that's I think true. your queen scared her. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the cutscenes in that game. A little frightening. Good, Only good, good old it's 64 modeling. Who boy. Oh, yeah. It, anyways, uh, if we're going with one of the ones where Ribbon is carrying Adeline, 
I like the idea of going with Jhanas where they end with the uh, the high five. I think that's sweet. I I concur. Um, whoever came up with that must be a very sweet-hearted boy. We'll have to give them a raise. Oh yeah. You get paid, Ma mommy. Mommy, I'm making a dollar now. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank we, you. We 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 are not signed up with YouTube to get money. In case no, anybody was wondering. Yeah. You need a lot more subscribers and viewers for that. Too many, one might say. Well, but, nonetheless. Hey, there's plenty of room in the Smash Brothers community for us to be famous now. I'm not going to touch that. Anyways, I think we should move on to the taunts now. Now that we've got our entrance all lined up, let's figure out just what Adeline and or Rivner are going to be doing to make everybody else want to fight them. Right, right. We're going to taunt it up. And with that, I think that we're going to turn to myself for that, because I'm the moderator and I'm, par I'm apparently just doing whatever I want. We're going to throw it to the wind today. Uh, oh, so boy. for my first taunt, it's, yeah, for my first taunt, it's fairly nondescript. This is actually one that we've tossed around a little bit. Like, I remember there was a character recently that you, Lister, wanted to do this exact same thing. Was for, it Waluigi Break Pizza? But it was... No, no, it was uh, it was, was the Rasmataz. Oh, was was it SCO and the Cortisons? Yes, Adeline and Ribbon are uh, surrounded by a group of lovely ladies from a ominous profession, and uh, just start dancing because that's what they do. No, Adeline and Ribbon get together. Ribbon's floating a little bit over Adeline's head, just kind of off to the background, which I feel is kind of like the standard. Uh, idle pose to and then they turn it into a razzmatazz where they put their hands on both sides of their face and stick their tongues out Simple. oh that yeah okay that's fine mm-hmm mm -hmm. and uh yeah and now we're gonna loop it back around to Lister what's your first taunt so my first one I have on here is that uh Adeline will just be facing directly towards the camera looking right into the very souls of the players and, you know, she's going to uh, hold up a thumbs up, paintbrush in hand, just a big old smile on her face, and like as if she's saying to the player, good job. <laughs> You're doing good. Now, now nice. stop taunting so we can keep playing. Good job. It's kind of like a kind of like a nest-like taunt. I mean, it's also kind of like, like you, you'll see painters, they'll, like, they'll hold up the brush in front of them trying to, like, look at their easel. It's, that's kind of where I got this from. Nice. Nice. Uh... Or as Ness would say, okay. With that said, uh, let's go to a very okay young man and ask Jake what his taunt is. I was thinking something like a home, an homage to uh, one of the other painterly characters in the Kirby series, the paint roller, and have Adeline hold up the classic rock on sign. Nice. Oh, okay. I like that. Nice. Me too. Me too. So let me add it to my notes. I'm gonna loop it back around to Jamano over here, and um, so this was also kind of inspired by Adeline, but also just painting as a profession in general, where she hops onto her painter's stool and kicks her feet to and fro, humming gently. And Ribbon, being the adorable fairy that Ribbon is, rests upon her lap. 
That's about that. Cute. I like that. All right. Yeah, me too. It, it reminds me of you and me. Well, for my second thought, Adeline is going to be pulling out of her easel, which I'm going to be saying a lot for as we get deeper into Adeline. And she's going to paint a popular character from the Kirby games, such as Kirby himself, Meta Knight, King Dedede, Bandanity, Susie, Marks, Magalore, Gooey, Rick. Could really be a whole bunch of different characters that show up in our little paint form. They won't come out of the easel, but they'll just, you know, just a little be there. Small, small little cameo for them. All these characters that could have been playable and aren't. Except for, you know, <laughs> Kirby and company, because they already are. I, w I hope that Batamon becomes playable in the future smash game i mean bottom on might be talked about later today maybe maybe okay that's a that's a good one how about you jake i was thinking something similar with the easel of course because that's pretty pretty foundational element of adeline's character but pulling out her easel and um drawing actually the current leading player of like the face oh, nice. of the current player oh. and then drawing an x on it <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> nice, nice. So a little more aggressive than I would imagine anything would be, <laughs> but okay. Not if she's not when she's possessed. She has a pretty angry looking face. Fair, you know That's what? True. That's that is true. She looks quite demonic when she's possessed. <laughs> yeah. That's a again kind of a a characteristic of the N sixty four rendering power, but yeah, she did have quite an angry face, so. Yeah. That was where that came from. It's <laughs> true. Will she have that look on her face when she's throwing the X? I think so. Okay. Nice. That was unexpected. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry. No, no, it's you good. You had such a cute, sweet taunt, and mine is much more hostile. No, it, it, it reminds me of, it reminds me of uh, how you can have a character like Villager and people placing the whole serial killer uh, <laughs> the aesthetic. The glint yeah. in the eye. Oh, yeah, yes. As, as Lister just said, the killager. That stare. The killager. Oh. <laughs> that awful stare. Yeah. Um, my third and final taunt. Speak to this day. Ribbon twirls happily around Adeline's head and bops it with her wand, causing little sparkles to float about Adeline. Aw. Yeah, that's about that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I know it, it inspires such sweetness. I can't wait for the uh, for the for yours to come around just just after listeners, where we're going to be asking ourselves and and listeners, we're going to poll you today on if you believe in demonic possession. Uh, so, Lister, uh, what's yours? So, mine is also going to involve Riven flying around Adeline's head, but uh, she's nice. not going to bop Adeline on the head with her wand or anything like that. She's going to be, like, gently floating around her head. Meanwhile, Adeline is kind of just, like, standing there, gently swaying back and forth as if there's a tune in her head, and she's just calmly dancing to it. Nice. That's also uh, very, very apropos of the uh, adorable nature of our characters today. Which leads us into uh, what's going to be something goal. horrifying, I'm sure. Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, Adeline rips off the skin of her enemies. Okay, so Jake, what's yours? I'd like to think I'm not going that uh, dark, <laughs> demonic. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that we would have um, in the kind of when she gets to her last phase of her boss fight, where she starts swinging recklessly her paintbrush in front of her 
I was thinking she would do that, but standing in place, kind of like Toon Link's uh, dramatic sword swinging taunt. Nice. Okay. That's that, not bad. That would be that would be fun too. Um, would you say that maybe she flop, flops a little bit of paint around and can get on opponents' faces, kind of like a little Luigi-esque mild damage taunt? Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. There you go. Yeah. So that is a possible quirk. So this was these were some pretty nice taunts, and I think that the general thing that Lister and I do before deciding on taunts is we jump into victory poses. And don't worry, I'm actually for once, literally for the first time, writing down all of our ideas so we can actually remember them without painstakingly going back. But generally, we go into victory poses because sometimes we're like, oh, maybe this will work better for a taunt, or maybe this will work better for a victory pose. Uh, that sort of thing. Yep. So oh, um, I don't have any victory poses in mind, but let me <laughs> let me give it some thought. No, no worries. Yes, um, said you as... were prepared. No, but um, to our credit, to his credit rather, we didn't necessarily tell him that he should include victory poses. So uh, just... I did. Did we? Okay. Well, I I should have. Uh, Next time we'll we'll send you a template. Whoops. <laughs> With that said, I, there'll be enough to go around anyway. Um, since I started last round, how about you go ahead first, Lister? All right. So for my first victory post here, I have just quite simply enough. Adelaide and Ribbon will be uh, holding each other's hands, and they're just gonna like dance around each other in a circle, like school kids on the playground. Nice. Like a ring around the rosy kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. I can see that. <laughs> so, um, that would be fun. Mine is... Once a, Adeline paints a confetti streamer onto her easel, which pops and explodes around the area while she looks on dancing and smiling. So, that was my first victory pose. Okay. And since yeah. somebody doesn't have any... I have one I... in mind. I've got one in mind. Okay, all <laughs> oh, right. I have one. Slow one it, in mind. <laughs> down and tell us then. Okay. So actually, inspired by uh, Lister, your taunt idea, I was thinking that um, the victory pose would be actually the perfect place for Adeline and Ribbon, if she's included, to uh, put her thumb and her paintbrush up to the camera and have one eye closed as she's sizing up the the players or or the folks outside of the TV. She she and Ribbon, Ribbon on her shoulder are staring at uh, out of the TV at the players that and works. sizing them up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, we're gonna loop that back around to Lister. So, All what do you right. think? So for my second one, this one uh, is this animation is pretty much taken straight out of Kirby Star Allies. Whenever you complete a level with Adeline, uh, Adeline will spin in place, ribbon will fly above her head, and they're both going to strike a pose facing the camera. I, what I can't remember exactly offhand what that pose looks like, but it's ripped straight out of Star Allies. Okay, nice, nice. Um, I guess we can look that up a little. It, it's in a little bit. It's yep. essentially her version of Kirby Dance. Oh, nice. Okay, that that it's sounds no, pretty. Know, jumping around and splitting the three Kirby's. Cause that'd be weird. No, she split the three Adelines. 
Um, let's see. So my next one is uh, Adeline on her stool again, and she's in front of the easel, of course. And uh, one of multiple char- characters, generally enemy characters, like uh, like with her mini boss fight, like we've been talking about for the taunt. Uh, she paints one of them onto the canvas, and it could be any number of possibilities, whether it be Batamon or Ice Dragon or Sweet Stuff or Waddle Dee or Krakow or Poppy Bro or Gordo or Wheelie or Sword Knight or Waddle Dee or UFO or Dark Matter or Mr. Frosty, Bonkers, Marks, Chef Kawasaki. It's whatever. And uh, it can be any number of possibilities, but they each have a different dance. And she looks at them and smiles as they dance for her that's that yeah okay there's that okay <laughs> yeah i'm impressed yeah. that you listing off all those enemies really oh he just had a list oh, of he just freaking through them quickly no i i thought yeah, i'm a curvy expert don't you know no you're not <laughs> Anyways, for my final victory pose, mine will also involve the easel. But in this case, Adeline's just going to simply enough paint the Smash Brothers emblem. Oh, nice. Nice. That is uh, that is emblematic, one might say. Yes, you could. That's a good one. Okay, so my final one is also easily my weakest one, so I saved it for easily. last. Easily. Goddamn <laughs> <laughs> I know why we hired this guy. Worth the expense. So, you remember in Super Mario 64, you may recall, long, long ago, in the magic world of what, 1998? Or was it 6? Anyway. It was not Adeline 6. And... Yeah. Okay, then it was 8. Mario and how he receives a star and he spins around and does a peace sign. Yeah. And he's like... Here we go! You know, like that? Sure. Yeah, so... I was remiss and at a loss of ideas, so I was like, hey, what if Adeline and Ribbon do this? Because Mario doesn't. And it could be a very dynamic camera that focuses on their inherent cuteness. That's that. (sighs) That's sweet. Okay. This yeah. is a very sweet episode. I like this. Except for the That's part where we be talking about demonic possession. Sure. It's a sweet <laughs> episode. Okay. <laughs> sure. Nice. Well, now comes the really hard part. We got nine taunts. We got seven victory poses. But we can only have three of each. Yeah. Yeah. So does anybody feel super strongly about any of the options that we have here? Um, yes, for the taunt, the one that we keep leading back to with Jake and the leading player on the easel, I think that's a very strong one. But does it suit her character? That is the question, especially if she has someone as sweet as Ribbon on her side. Eh. I I personally don't see the problem, but maybe Lister does. I mean, the, the only thing that I might change about it is, like, the, the painting idea, like, we, we both pretty much had a painting idea, so I don't see a problem with that. But I do kind of... Xing out on, on the picture is the only <laughs> thing that might kind of be like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Perhaps too aggressive. 
What if she sets the entire easel on fire instead? And cackles demonically instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, some version of that, whether we, whatever the details we decide on, whether now or at some point, I do think that it's a, a good one. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also think that the thumbs up from you, Lister, is a good one, where they just look into the soul of the person, although that falls in line with Jake's idea of staring at the players in the victory pose. Right, I was about to say, like, should that be a taunt, or should that be a victory pose? Right, right. Several of these could be either way, like, the, the one I came up with, with Adeline swaying back and forth, driven flying around, that could easily be a victory pose as well. Right. Or dancing in a hmm. circle, that one could be a taunt. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That's very true. Um, I the only note that I put down for for uh, for Jake's victory pose was just staring at the players. Was it what what was the pose that you had for them, Jake? I have so like what Lister described, where a, a painter will sometimes use their thumb or their brush or both uh, to size up the subject of their painting. I was thinking that ribbon could be crouched on. Adeline's shoulder as she sizes up the, the uh, players on the other side of the TV screen as if oh, she's about cool. to paint them. Nice. That's a good one. I figured it That's would be good. nice and uh, dynamic for if you could get like a good close-up shot of Ribbon and Adeline. I think it works. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so but before I keep on rambling, is there anything that either of you guys feel like we should lock in? I really like the idea of having the uh, the animation from Star Allies. I I concur. I concur. I think that's uh, I think that's one we can easily give you because it's it's ripped from canon and Kirby does have his Kirby dance. He does. Yep. So let's. I let's also really say... liked. Yep. I also really liked the the little boop from Ribbon on Adeline's head. That was <laughs> your idea, yes, John? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. We can. We can. Was that, was that a taunt or was that a victory pose? I think that, that was, was a taunt. taunt. Okay. It was a taunt. Yes, sir. Um, so what we're looking at here right now is locked in as a victory pose is definitely the Adeline victory dance. And then it looks like we're going for some form of the easel of the current leading player for a taunt, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. So that means we're one, one for three and one for three. We got two more each to fill in. Uh, Jake said that he's feeling good about the bopping on the head with the wand. And, you know, I, well, I do kind of feel like that. Yeah, I do kind of feel like that's probably the strongest of my taunt ideas, just because it's utilizing Ribbon in more of a forward way than most of what we've pr proposed has. Yeah. And we can at least throw that little bone. So I might, I might go for that. I might vouch for that, too. Um, otherwise, I also think that the thumbs up thing that Lister had and then Jake kind of copped off over the victory pose. I'm kind of feeling it as a victory pose myself. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I think I'll, as a I'll small addendum to that one, I think Ribbon should also do the thumbs up. She should also be sizing up the players. I like that. Absolutely. I think that's sweet. She can be copying uh, Adeline. Okay. 
I think that... So, um, does that mean that we're going for that as a victory post, too? I think so. Okay. So, we're definitely going for that and that. And then the taunts, let's say that we're going for the current and the boop. Which means to me and all of us that there's one victory pose and one taunt slot left. So... Is there anything that either of you guys, uh, we'll just start with Lister, are feeling passionately about? I think seeing them do Ring Around the Rosie would be really cool. <laughs> that would be cute. I would be a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, and I do agree that it's stronger than either of my victory poses. So we can, let's just, let's just go for it because I, I concur. That would be just the perfect, um, kind of the perfect sweet taunt to hit someone with after a particularly raucous KO. Yes. Wait, are we seeing the taunt we... or a victory pose? Oh, either. <laughs> no strong preference uh... from me, but it's up there with, oh, did I win if there, if it's a victory pose and. <laughs> up there with Isabel dancing if it's a taunt, so... True, true. I, I do think it could yeah. easily be either or. Right, right. Um, it'd be either or. I think victory poses are uh, more set in stone-ish. There's, there's some more fluidity to work with between the taunts. So I think that censoring around the Rosie is such a firm taunt uh, victory pose compared to the other ones left on the table. We should just go for a victory. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for the taunts, what we have left here um, are Jake's proposal for mimicking Paint Roller with the Rock On symbol, uh, Lister's uh, ribbon floating around uh, Adeline's head, which I think we're, we can probably take off the table just because the boop is very similar. Fair. Uh, Adeline resting on the painter's stool and kicking your feet around as ribbon rests on her lap. Uh, Lister's Esol uh, proposing an enemy that Adeline draws onto it. Uh, Adeline and Ribbon razzmatazzing their opponent. And Jake's uh, swinging around the brush a la Toon Link, and then we kind of made an addendum where that could potentially have paint splatter onto opponents and mildly damage them. So... I have two favorites out of that. I also have a favorite or two. So what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking where Ribbon is resting on the stool with, or Adeline resting on the stool with Ribbon in her lap, or the rock on. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Shoot. I guess it's just, uh, here's what I'll, I'll propose. I'm leaning rock on because it's a, uh, not it's a pretty subtle reference to another character that has had some prescience in the Kirby series while also uh being a little bit more unique since we already used the easel and using the painter stool and easel and two taunts while it would be appropriate it would be more varied to go for rock on right so that's kind of what i'm feeling unless unless jake feels another way nope no strong feelings i think the 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 stool sounds fun, but uh, the rock-on is also a sweet homage to another character that won't likely be making an appearance anytime soon. 
in the Smash series. So, okay. I think uh, I think we have a taunts and victory poses then. All right. Now, I, I yes, do have sir. one quick question there about the rock on taunt, Jake. Yeah, sure. When, when you're imagining Adeline doing this, is there anything else she does alongside it? I was thinking just kind of waving it in her hand, uh, waving her hand with the rock on pose, and maybe waving her paintbrush with her other hand. But okay, yeah, works. That me. works. No head banging. Just kidding. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what I was kind of getting to. Like, do, would she be doing that? I don't know. I don't know. Paint roller. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for. Uh... When we do a Gruntilda moveset. Well, speaking of headbanging, there's one more thing we got to figure out before we get into the meat of the, of the moveset. What is Adelaine's Kirby hat? I think we're all going to be in pretty uh, adequate position to just shout it out because it's obvious. So, yeah, it's Adeline's eyebrows I was thinking see, her paintbrush on on Kirby's head see this is why I didn't say anything right about it because I knew at least <laughs> one of them was going to no, be I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean it's the beret though right of course it's the beret yeah oh did did you say one of us was going to be like Adam Sandler no <laughs> okay get maybe your Kirby... damn ears checked dude seriously maybe you have maybe Kirby's Maybe Kirby can just mimic Adam Sandler's face. Uh, that would sure be That would be cut hell down. for anyone. <laughs> yes, it's the beret. <laughs> okay. Well, now that all of the peripheral animations are done... What color would it be, though? The same color as it always is? Or is it because it's an extension of Kirby's body, it would be pink? No. If all of the other ones aren't pink just because he's pink, then why would the beret be pink? I'm thinking of a new lot on life for Kirby, that's all. Hey, hey, Donald, do you know how much, how many minutes we spent on taunts and victory poses? I don't know, 20. 40? Really? I mean, well, we're at the 40-minute part of the episode, but yeah. Nice. Well, um, welcome to the special standard side up down left right this and that mode okay so we're gonna get into special attacks now yes we are <laughs> and i think uh we've we've been kind of doing this little round robin thing where it's like okay jake starts i go Zantod goes and now the coin is turned back to jake so what do you got for a standard special my friend oh boy oh the pressure's on now isn't it so oh, it is. i think i think that the best kind of um the core, I always think of the, the standard special as being kind of the core of the moveset. Um, most of the time, at least. Of Fair. course, there are exceptions. But... Min Min is a little bit of an exception. <laughs> we were just talking about that before the episode. We were. Mm -hmm. He's weird. Interesting, but weird. <laughs> I was thinking that this, my standard special would be um, have Adeline be painting an enemy on a canvas. So... Uh, one of those enemy portraits that is so standard and dear to uh, the crux of all of the Kirby painterly bosses. So pulling out an easel from behind them and painting uh, that easel would do a little bit of damage if you're close by, but it's a fairly short range. And then mm -hmm. um, 
on a quick tap of the button, it would just pick um, a random enemy, um, kind of in the same level of randomness as um, Peach, Princess Peach with her turn-up moves, but instead it would just be a random enemy from the Kirby series. Um, nice. Nice. Like in a like in a certain drawn style, like Adeline is known for. I'm Very sure specific, uh, kind of pencil mm -hmm. crayony Super FX chip for the Super Nintendo kind of way. <laughs> nice, nice. And then I'm I'm assuming the enemies that are summoned uh, would perform the, a signature attack. Like if it Certainly. was a waddle, for instance, they would come on down with a drawn out beam. Okay, sweet, sweet. Do you have uh, any like enemy types you wanted to propose specifically, or are, you, or are we just uh, like okay, it can be an enemy, either well, way is fine. I was thinking probably like if if this is a universe where the waddle the spear waddle dee bandana waddle dee is playable, then it wouldn't be a waddle dee that she paints. It would probably be um, the replacement that they used in Kirby sixty four, which is called I think it's called NZ or NZ. And it's just nice. like it's an it's a blob with um black pointy ears and um kind of looks like a dark matter a little bit in some way. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagining That's a good Scarfy. <laughs> Not quite that uh hate demonic. Scarfy. <laughs> <laughs> so Scarfy do I. is bad. I don't like it. It kinda looks like it kinda looks like Scarfy with feet. Uh that's a good callback and one that I hadn't thought of myself, so Cool. It could be uh, also fun to have um, like a drawn Meta Knight, a drawn King DDD, uh, and then also the if we're gonna make a Kirby's Dreamland three callback for Addo, it would be nice to have like uh, Rick Kine and Koo from the the partners oh, from yeah. the Kirby's Dreamland uh, sub series mm -hmm. to possibly make an appearance here as well. Nice. I uh, I I concur. Um, so who wants to hear what my standard special is? Me. Okay, okay. That makes that makes two of us out of the three, so that's good enough. Majority wins. <laughs> so my idea is kind of Adeline's trademark move, because I feel like standard specials are kind of the crux of the character, so to speak. So that's where her trademark move, where she pulls out an easel, kind of comes into play. So, because she put uh, in in the game, she paints enemies on canvases, and that's kind of her trademark move, you know. So, of course, she of takes course. out an easel, and when you get the easel out, I guess it could probably do minor damage uh, if you're very close to it. But then she'll sit on her stool and or or not or just stand there, and you can pick a pick a random enemy out of a hat, pretty much, and it'll be drawn in this uh, kind of Super Nintendo SFX chip crayony very specific way and then just kind of go forward with their signature attack towards an opponent and the enemies could be like there's so many to choose between that i honestly couldn't off the top of my head but some ideas that i had included like uh dina blade the roach going out there and picking more uh, iconic characters uh to kind of, yeah to kind of appear a little less often. They'd be like miniature versions of them, of course. And like Dino Blake can swoop down. Uh, DeRoach can do his little white star attack or whatever. Uh, other characters that I had exemplified include other mini bosses like Bonkers, Chef Kawasaki, Mr. Frosty, Ice Dragon, uh, Poppy Brothers. 
that sort of thing. Um, maybe you can have a drawn GUI out since Jake mentioned Rick Kine and Koo. Etc. Maybe even a drawn out Marks since Marks isn't playable in Smash Brothers Ultimate and won't be because he's a boss instead, which given is Sad. pretty badass. And uh, yeah, maybe even a, like a drawn out wheelie and then maybe Adeline can ride on the wheelie if she's fast enough. And uh, you know, there's also a character from the Kirby series that looks a little bit like a black scarfy with feet called NZ or NZ. And uh, yeah, it can run forward too. Interesting. In a world idea. where is playable. Yeah. Or Scarfy itself. Or Batamon. Yeah. So what was your idea? So so the way I was kinda of thinking about this is I mean really when it comes to these movesets, that standard special is like the whole core of the whole moveset, right? I mean, it's just kinda how this whole thing works. And Adelaide, you know, she's all about painting and a lot of times these paintings create things that run around and honestly who gave a child the ability to create matter out of paint i don't i don't know i think this was a bad idea but hey you know i'm not video game director here so whatever but anyways uh i call this move painting because you know she's going to be using painting so adeline will pull out her easel and if somebody's right there you know maybe they'll take a little bit of damage as you do but uh where I'm pulling from this here is that Adeline will be painting one of three classic enemies. She will either be painting the Batamon, the Ghost Knight, or the Octagon. Which oh. is a bit of a weird one because it's called Octagon, but it's an octopus. It doesn't look like an octagon at all. Whatever. I didn't name these things and it annoys me because, no, I'm annoyed by it. Anyways, Adeline will quickly paint the enemies uh, onto her easel. Uh, but she can only ever have two of them on the field at a time. Uh, they'll only last for about seven seconds each, or they can be attacked and destroyed. Whenever that, whether whenever either one happens, they'll explode into like a little small little paint splatter that does nothing but just a fun little aesthetic. Uh, it starts out. Um, Adeline will always first paint the Batamon, and then the second one she paints will be will be the Ghost Knight, and the third one will be Octagon, cycling back through. It's always going to be in this exact same order. So you can't just be like, oh, starting the match, I'm going to paint an octagon. Not going to work like that. You can't choose what you're going to do. It's always just going to be that set order. And they'll just really just do like their same functions that they do uh, when Adeline paints them in Kirby Star Allies. So Batamons will run forward, bumping into enemies. They'll turn around when they reach an obstacle or a platform. Uh, Ghost Knights will run and jump forward, thrusting forward with their lance. Sometimes they might be stupid and they might jump off the platform because, oops. Uh, and then Octagons, they'll kind of like float sideways to a bit and then rise up into a little bit of the air they'll grow in size and they'll have this uh reddish mist start coming off of them which can damage anybody that's right there multiple times oh very nice no no nz's no deroches just just batamons ghost knights and octagons I do appreciate that Batamon was included because if we're not going to get one playable, you know, this is the next best thing. I mean, I did say they were going to be mentioned. You did, and I appreciated the tease. Um, and now they're here. Yes. And now they're here. Okay, um, this is going to be a fun discussion for a little later on, but I'm assuming that we should just jump into the side special now, eh? As always, because who knows where things may line up. Exactly. And we're going to line up Jake, speaking of lining things up, for to express this side special idea. 
Ooh, the side special was one that I didn't really have a great idea for. Mm -hmm. So what I was kind of keeping in mind was um, Kirby Canvas Curse for the Nintendo DS, um, where where you could draw uh, the line kind of would to guide Kirby as a ball, but in this in this um, in this case it would just be Adeline kind of following along on on she would be, literally be adding a line and riding along it. Uh, colliding with enemies and going forward at a pretty rapid pace. Kinda and it would like... be guided, kind of like Pac-Man's special, actually. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. I, nice. I, w- I would not have thought to uh, bring in Canvas Curse. I figured that one was pretty heavily about drawing and, and art, and <laughs> the whole the whole villain, Drossia, was inspired by that. So I figured it would be another tip of the hat to the Kirby series at large. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, interesting, because I also pulled from Canvas Curse for my hey. side Oh, jeez. Yep, 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 I did. Um, so, you you would remember this, Jake, where in Canvas Curse, uh, if you draw a circle around Kirby uh, while he's... Oh, yeah, just in general. Like, what kind of happens? He speeds up, so to, so to speak, and you can tap on Kirby to enact that spin attack as well. So, my side special, the name isn't phenomenal, but it gets the point across, Canvas Roll, (laughs) uh, where Adeline is drawn into a loop and then rolls forward all of Kirby at a fast pace. And that's kind of just that. Interesting, you have her rolling. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of a... Yeah, Sonic ripoff that is going to easily segue <laughs> into Lister's superior move. Well, mine doesn't involve Canvas Curse or being rolled around and going into a ball following line, it, 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 any of that. But it does involve it more mini- painting! Oh, nice. We've got more painting. In fact, this move is called Advanced Painting. <laughs> Look, man, there weren't many options for naming this move. It works the exact same way. Well, it, it works very, very similarly to my idea for painting. It's just these are some more advanced paintings, which is kind of where the name came from. In, in, anyways, so, you know, easels out, Adeline's painting on it. Uh, with the previous painting move, uh, I had it said that the three enemies will always come out in a set order. You can't choose what you want. This time around, you can just by continuing to hold on the special button and releasing it whenever the uh, enemy on the easel is what you want to have Adeline actual paint onto the stage. And those three that can be painted are the Ice Dragon, Wayu, and Krakow. Wow. Yes. So each of these uh, lasts on stage for only about five seconds, so quite a bit less than the three enemies from the painting move. Uh, and they work very similarly to how they do in Star Allies as well. So the Ice Dragon will uh, slowly walk forward on the stage and uh, will just be spewing out a whole bunch of freezing air, which has a high chance to freeze enemies as well can hit them multiple times. Uh, he won't go past the edge of a platform. He actually won't even turn around if he hits an obstacle. So, you know, maybe don't use them at a wall unless you want to break the wall, in which case, hey, not a bad option. But uh, the second mm-hmm. enemy she can create is again Wayu, which is like a, a ninja guy wearing purple. And he's going to start out by just throwing three purple pro- three purple cutter projectiles in rapid succession. Take a brief pause after that, and then he'll throw three more before he disappears as well. And then the final one, which is potentially the 
more powerful of the three, Krako. So Krako's going to float straight upwards in his painted form, and he's going to just start striking down a beam of electrical energy before flying forwards uh, for only about three seconds. And just continuing to strike that lightning down on anything in its path. And it has a fairly good range, because it can hit from the highest platform on Battlefield down to the base. Which may not sound like much, but when it's rushing forwards, that's a lot of ground that it's going to be zapping. Nice. Krakow is one of the few bosses, mini-bosses in Kirby games that usually gives me trouble. Otherwise, it's a cakewalk, but Krakow, oh, good times. Uh, again, very, very nice. And before we get to it, though, uh, I like that. I like the mechanics, though, that you have going on there, choosing between different different enemies. Um between advanced painting and regular painting. Uh, anywho, uh, Jake, how about an up special? An up special. So mm -hmm. uh, this is kind of where Ribbon came into play. Obviously, I, I figured that she would make an appearance at some point. Uh, so I figured that we would have Ribbon emerge and uh, come carry carry uh, Adeline up to safety. Mm -hmm. Simple nice. as that. So when you say that she and carries uh, Adeline up to safety, you mean it's just kind of like a, a straight line that happens really quickly, or...? I was thinking something that could be guided somewhat and also acted out of, kind of in the way that Snake's Up special works. Okay. Um, where, where she's being carried, but she's still able to swing her paintbrush or use a special move. Um, it would cause Ribbon to drop her, but... Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I like that. I All like right. that. Um... Before I get into my up special, I would like to release uh, an addendum because I think my canvas roll move was so poor. I thought of a much better one right off the spot for the side special, and uh, that is credit due to Jake because I probably would have thought wouldn't have thought of this had he not mentioned paint roller. But since paint roller will paint never, roll. yeah, since paint roller will never be playable in Smash, pretty much there's almost no guarantee unless Sakura was like, hey, hey let's do another piranha plant thing. Uh, <laughs> Why doesn't Adeline just jump into a pair of uh, skates and fly around like Paint Roller would? You can even kind of animate it in the way Paint Roller would move. She moves at a fast pace. You can kind of, you can turn her around, maybe even do some little simple tricks, moving the you control have, stick certain ways. You could have Adeline painting or flailing her paintbrush along the way to cause some yeah. damage. You could even yeah. have Adeline paint some wheels onto her feet instead of donning a pair of skates. <laughs> I think that would be yeah. kind of fun. That would be fun too, and uh, and maybe she can have a trail leading into the, like a canvas curse kind of thing. Maybe she can have a little trail of paint falling behind her, whether that's aesthetically or something that could cause a trip or something. I don't know. But there, there's there's a fair bit, and, I, and I'm imagining even having her perhaps perform a pirouette if you press up on the uh, control stick while you're enacting this move, and having paint just kind of spray in every direction. Kind of like uh, Mario's one of one of the flood techniques in Sunshine, if you recall that, where Mario can hop into the air and have water fling everywhere. So it's a good one. yeah, there, yeah. There's there is my ad addendum. Uh, as for my up special, um, I call this Addo Fly, <laughs> um, where uh, it's very similar to Jake's, where Ribbon will hold on to Adeline's shoulders and they'll twirl upwards and around. Although instead of a uh, going up in a kind of cypher-like pattern like Jake was talking about. Mine is more similar to what we were discussing with Mike for our previous Mastopia, 
with a, with a flying machine where it moves up in a cyclical pattern. So Ribbon will move Adeline upwards in kind of a twister formation uh, while Adeline holds the brush out in a lax pattern. And that will allow a rainbow current to twirl up. So it's another kind of canvas curse thing where the brush's, rain the brush's rainbow paint will create a path and anyone would be able to walk on that paint for a brief, very brief period of time. Uh, and then ribbon may move in any directional output is also what I'm thinking. So if you, the standard is the spiral, but you can guide her in a free direction as well and kind of just paint the heck out of anything as you move upwards. Yeah. And that leads us, as always, all roads lead to Lister. <laughs> all right. So before I get into my other special, uh, there's there's a certain move that Adeline can do that's been brought up multiple times that I kind of wanted to address. Uh, that move being, you know, when she's one hit away from defeat in Dreamland 3 or Kirby 64, where, you know, she just starts charging towards Kirby and flailing her paintbrush on. Mm -hmm. With these Smashtopia episodes, we only really focus on the special moves uh, as far as the attacks are concerned. We don't look at tilts, grabs, smashes, aerials, or any of that stuff. But when I was watching boss footage of her, I did kind of think that that would make a really good dash attack. Like, that's a perfect yeah. animation for that. I concur. I concur. So, for my up special. Jake, you mentioned having Adeline, or not Adeline, but uh, Ribbon pick up Adeline and carry her up into the air. Jonna, you mentioned having Ribbon pick up Adeline, well, not necessarily pick up Adeline, but they kind of like twist her together up into the air. For me, I'm having Ribbon pick up Adeline and carry her into the air, but in this move called Ribbon Flight, they're actually going to be entering a period of free flight. Nice. So you will be able to use the control stick to freely control where Ribbon flies Adeline about the stage, but only for 10 seconds. Once this oh. move is done, if you have not returned uh, Adeline to the ground safely, then Adeline is going to enter a state of special fall, which means she can't do any kind of attacks, no dodges, no nothing. She'll just be falling down helplessly like we've seen so many other characters do whenever they try and do one of their, uh, their up specials in Smash. It, it comes with a lot of a lot of freedom, but if you don't get to where you need to go in time, you might just get punished. But I'm not nice. done. I'm not done. You see, in Kirby 64, there was a very, very important moment of the game where Ribbon is carrying Kirby. And that's when they're fighting Zero Two. And what does Kirby have when he's fighting Zero Two? Oh, the Crystal Gun. The Crystal Gun, which Adeline can also use in Kirby Star Allies whenever Ribbon is carrying her around. So I figured, during this period of free flight, if you tap the special button, Adeline will fire the Crystal Gun. And it's going to shoot two small crystals that are kind of like, they're next to each other, but like they're offset just a little bit vertically, so one will be a little bit higher than the other one. And you can just tap it repeatedly firing this it doesn't it's not gonna have like a rapid fire to it but you can keep shooting it as you're flying it. i mean really why wouldn't you because you have some free flight here uh they don't do a whole lot of damage but it can be kind of like a, a way to keep enemies away is really what the move is for it's nice to like hey i'm trying to fly out of here you're coming at me no you stay away i'm gonna shoot you now <laughs> nice 
I like that. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good way to call back into that final boss battle too. Uh, another good one. And now, speaking of good ones and good boys and and good fellows on this podcast, we're going to go back to Jake for a down special. Okay, sure. So here's my my down special idea. What I had in mind is going back to one of those mini games that's near and dear to my heart, Mm -hmm. uh, the Checkerboard Chase mini game. So in that mini game, um, you play as one of the Kirby characters, one of the four kind of allies of Kirby or Kirby himself in, um, and the ultimate object is you're you're on this uh, checkerboard grid, and you um, you get to press A to paint a line in front of you, and all the way across the board, uh, the checkerboards uh, the tiles will fall, and the ultimate goal is to make sure all of your enemies fall um, as those checkerboards go down into the abyss. Nice. Uh, so I was thinking that. Um, what Adeline would do is uh, smash her paintbrush down into the the stage, and instead of causing the checkerboards of the stage to fall, these would launch upwards and send an opponent flying. So it would be a way of uh, doing a gradual line in front of her that could be potentially charged over time if you held the down special um, to uh, launch a sequence of tiles ahead of her into the air. Nice. So, in in a way, that kind of sounds like it would be like a paint version of Ike's Eruption from Smash Ultimate. Kind of. Interesting. Okay. Kind of. That's pretty cool. Pro- probably pretty with cool. less vertical movement, but more horizontal, I'm imagining. A lot more horizontal. Like, okay. further out, in, and um, it would be like a certain unit of distance that would gradually launch up. So the first tile would launch up, then the second tile, then the third tile, and so on. Oh, I see. All okay. Right. Interesting. Cool. Uh, my down special is uh, Adeline working on a sculpture. Oh. So, yeah. It can take up to three uses of a, chis- of a chisel, where she's sitting down at her stool and chiseling away at a rock. Uh, and during that period of time, she can also hop off of the stool and use the chisel, a la, like a villager's axe, for instance. Um, as a piercing damage weapon on opponents. Although that also risks the opponents being able to destroy her uh, her work while she's working on it or it disappearing. Uh, but once built, the sculpture enters the foreground and can be used as a defense mechanism. Again, kind of similar to the tree. Um, and it can fall down in one direction or another if hit too many times. So it's, it's very functionally similar. If you hit it from the top, it can just crumble. Uh, and then sculptures, but I was thinking the sculptures can call back to not only certain Kirby characters or, or elements of the Kirby series, but other Nintendo series too, um, a la Kirby's uh, Rock Kirby Down Special. Uh, so sculptures could potentially include more niche characters. Um, and I was thinking like the wrestler and reporter from Rhythm Heaven, uh, Captain Rainbow could be flexing. The mock rider could be saluting the screen next with beside their bike. Uh, balloon rider could be, I mean, balloon fighter <laughs> could be uh, flying like his trophy pose in melee. You can have a raging Mr. Rossetti, uh, an Armos, a gyroid, uh, maybe a callback to O2 or Rick Kine and Koo and Gooey. Uh, that sort of thing. Maybe Adeline and Ribbon themselves sizing up the opponent as a statue. 
And that's kind of that. Nice. Okay. At, at, at two, Xantok. So for mine, we're going back to the easel here, as Adeline will use the move Canvas Cover. So this, again, much like some of the other ones I've mentioned, they pretty much come right out of Star Allies. This is kind of, kind of what I do most of the time, is I tend to go... I'm very heavy on this force material when I come with, up with my moves. But uh, with this one, Adeline and Rebin will place up an easel, and they're going to quickly hide behind it. So they're effectively behind the stage, more or less. Like, they're they're more or less on the level where, like, the cameo characters would appear on a stage like King of Fighters Stadium or Garrick Muck Monastery. That's more or less the layer of the battlefield where they're beyond. So if there's an attack coming through right at the right moment, it's going to sail past them. No harm done. They're safe. There's no reflection going on here. It's just they're hiding behind the cover, and they are not getting hit. Now, if now when they come back out of hiding, if there's an opponent right there, they're going to be hit by the easel because they're kind of like pushing it over to get back up for the fighting stage. It's not going to do a whole lot of damage, fairly minimal, but it can screw with an opponent. Uh, mm -hmm. You can't really spam this move because if you try to do it, then the window of invincibility you have during it is just going to get smaller and smaller. You, you could maybe do it for a little bit, but uh, just trying to hide from everything, eh, that ain't, that ain't going to mm -hmm. work. You're going to have to dodge or shield or something. Sure. Nice. Um, I like that. It's it's a, it's a not just a standard counter move while also uh, providing protection for the character. And, of course, falling into the painterly thing. So, again, a good move set. I feel like we're really going toe-to-toe -to -toe here. It's going to be difficult to kind of decipher where we should go with the move set after this. Yeah. Uh, but... I, I feel like so far, like, all three of us have had fairly solid movesets that on their own individually would all be good and we're, now we're going to have to like hodgepodge them together and that's going <laughs> to we're, we're all going to get upset of, out of some of our moves not making it and it's just going to be a bad feeling oh well oh well but that doesn't beat the feeling of the friends that we've met along the way very positive feeling that is uh, speaking of a friend uh, Jake it's final smash time Final Smash time. Okay, so what when Lister was bringing up the uh, ribbon and the crystal gun in the up special, I was thinking it would come into play in the final smash. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be great to have uh, ribbon be um, grab hold of Adeline, bring her into the air, and um, have uh, a moment of charging in which the crystal is uh, powered up and then fired out towards firing like a, a massive amount of these crystal shards crystal bullets at um opponents in kind of a, a targeted focused storm blast nice no that's uh that's a good one quick question here you're saying that she's sure. shooting them out uh how are you imagining the pattern out going like are they just shooting like in a straight line like a beam is it going to be more like a a cone attack I was thinking in like a concentrated beam, like cylinder of of uh, crystalline energy okay. towards um, your opponent, so that you could trap them in it. And if if it's guided and focused on a couple opponents, then it would be certain doom for those fellow foes. Got yeah. Nice. So like the zero laser or the daybreak, then something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. And for my final smash, uh, you know, when Lister was mentioning Ribbon and the Crystal Gun and the Up Special, <laughs> I was thinking of it in, in the final smash. Uh, so I was thinking it would be kind of interesting if 
Okay, so actually this is where we break off because mine is executed differently, uh, more in the style of Ultimate. So Ribbon carries Adeline by her shoulders, and then they fly forward and slam into opponents, and that engages into a cinematic uh, where they engage with the crystal gun and the and the dynamic camera is and the and the arena is very similar and shot in a similar way to the battle with O2. Uh, pretty much to a T, except in replacement of O2, it's the characters that you've hit. And then uh, there's there's some level of freedom here where you're aiming the crystal gun and the reticle, and you can line up each of the opponents under it. And then once you have done that, or the computer does it for you, whatever, that's when they shoot their crystalline, sick cyclical energy outward towards opponents and make them break out of the cinematic and go flying. So one question I have is, when when that cinematic is happening, um, what happens to the other players who maybe aren't caught in this cutscene? I guess they if, just have if to it's an interactive, out. if it's an interactive moment. Right. Uh, no, it's it's a it's it's a cutscene where the where the interaction is uh, kind of just a base gimmick, and it lasts just a few seconds. Sure. Yeah. So that, that's about that. Um, any other questions, or shall we move on to Lister? Okay, I guess I we're moving on to Lister. pretty loud there, so... I, I love that mm -hmm. both of you uh, reference the final boss battle in Kirby 64, where Ribbon and Kirby are fighting Zero Two with the, with the Crystal Gun. I, I, I love that you've done that. Because I did as well. But I take things in a slightly different path that doesn't utilize the crystal gun. So, Adelaide it utilizes O2. will again bring out her easel. But this time, it is the biggest easel yet. It's it's pretty damn big compared to the usual figure. Like, I'm talking bigger than Ridley. That's she big. will paint upon it a familiar foe. Zero Bonkers. two. Oh, okay. So, Zero Two will be painted upon the easel. It will come off of it just like all her other painted creations do. And it's going to fly up off screen. After it does this, the background is going to change to be fairly similar to the background in the end, in the end of Kirby 64. And the painted Zero Two will fall down to the background. Where it will begin to attack the stage just like it does in Kirby 64, sending out these clusters of sparkling energy that when they reach the layer where the stage and the opponents are, will start to explode. It's going to send out several of these clusters, semi-somewhat randomly, kind of targeting towards the other players, but even if it doesn't hit anyone, for the moment that Zero Two appears in the background, Adeline can be controlled again, just like uh, Pitt's original Final Smash back in Brawl. So if you use this Final Smash, you have Zero Two firing all these explosives around, but you can still control Adeline to chase down opponents and attack them as they're trying to avoid being bombed by Zero Two. I call this Masterpiece. Zero Two. Okay. <laughs> as Adeline oh. paints her Masterpiece to attack everyone with. You know, uh, Moly, Holy, Guacamole, Nick Knack, the Patty's Back etc 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 he has revealed to us the extra special 
crystal gun of his heart and shattered our expectations. The ceiling has been lifted by this epic proposal. This masterpiece. Yes, this, this masterpiece. masterpiece. <laughs> yes. And la last but not least, I guess we dive into extra skills. Yes, we do. So, what you got? What you got? Uh, what you got, Jake? Truthfully, I didn't really think of a good extra skill for her. I suppose something that could work would be being able to store one of the painterly enemies that you've created. Um, no, that would yeah. But cool. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really have a a good special gimmick in mind for her. Yeah. Well, that's totally fine. That's uh, it's it's similar to pocket, but more specific, and that would work uh work out pretty all right. So um. Yeah, I was tossing it back and forth for mine, too. Up until today, um, mine was just her swapping Ribbon out for uh, another of couple little little guys, Mr. Shine and Mr. Bright, and then working in a similar way, just having different attack patterns, basically. Interesting. But, but, then, I, but then I opted for something else um, over the course of this discussion, actually. And this is bringing up the Crystal Gun again, um, where Ribbon appears at Adeline's side, and shoots a crystal from the crystal gun, essentially. Or it could be Adeline. I, I that's just how I had it written down. But um so it's it's more it could be utilized in a few ways. You can walk around kinda like Banjo using Kazooie as a as a as a Gatling gun of sorts and smash or um it could be angled in a way similar to how Metal Slug uh angles their uh weaponry where you can shoot it in a one hundred eighty degree diagonal pattern just in, in that clear scope um, and shoot it out in rapid putts or you can charge it and if you charge it there will be a bit of recoil and a bit of a wait time before you can use it again for it to heat back up and uh, there would have to be ways to make it not so OP which I would assume would be in how you would present it range wise and probably the putts that are rapid fire wouldn't be very much of an expense damage percentage-wise. But, uh, yeah, that was just another way to use the crystal gun, and that's my extra skill. And, uh, Lister's extra skill is something crazy, that's, or what is it? I mean, I don't know if I'd call it crazy, <laughs> but it is different. So, you know how Cloud and Joker have, uh, down specials that involve a meter that can make them stronger mm -hmm. when it's, uh, mm -hmm. fully charged up? Mm -hmm. Well, Adeline also has a meter, but this one doesn't like give her a super move or a stat buff whenever it reaches its uh, full state. Instead, what's going to happen here, and similarly to the, you know, her meter is going to slowly fill up as the match goes on, and when she gets attacked, it'll fill up more. But Adeline could use this move to create food. How this works, nice. uh, this, this, is, this is the skill uh, Alfresco from uh, Kirby Star Allies. So, the meter can be filled up to three different points. Halfway, three quarters, and fully charged. If you fill up the meter to halfway, uh, Adeline will pull out her easel, she'll paint a few food items on it, and four food items will fall, will fall out of the easel that can be eaten really quickly. If you charge it three-fourths of the way through, eight food items will come out. If you charge it up all the way, twelve food items will come out of the easel oh, to be used for eating. Now, this this, this meter isn't going to be necessarily a quick charge. Like, that's that could potentially be a lot of healing for you, depending on how you're playing out the game. 
but you also have to be very careful about when you're choosing to activate it because when you use it no matter how full the meter is it's all going to be used so if you have it like let's say 70 percent full you're five percent away from getting that uh the eight food items but you use it you're only going to get four food items and the meter's gone so you just lost your chance to get eight uh, the only the only uh, exception to this is if the meter is not even at half yet and you try to use this move, Adeline won't pull out the easel. She'll just shrug in frustration and your meter will not be wasted. Because, I mean, you could kind of be like, oh, it, it looks halfway through, but it's actually 49%. And this way you don't screw yourself over like that. Right. Nice. nice. I was uh, expecting... I... I was expecting the Maxim Tomato coming out for a full meter. You know, that that's an idea, but I think healing 100% might be a bit much. <laughs> I thought the maximum tomato was only 50. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I don't I'm not sure. Even then 50 is a lot. Okay. That's true. Okay. Yeah, either way, it's a, it's a nice Although now I wonder move. how much a percent of food item is and like what what is what is 12 times whatever that is cuz that might be more than an maximum tomato. You, you have a very good point, and I need to look this up because that might change something about this move. It's like 12 times 5 would be more than 50, yeah. So maybe... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. So, um, apparently, the strongest food items will recover 9 to 12% of the player's health, and a majority of them recover below 6%. So even if it's mm -hmm. 6 times 12... Whole. You know what? Um, this might need to be slightly retooled. Just, just a little bit retooled. Uh, maybe, maybe two food items for the fifty percent. Maybe say, thinking five or six for seventy-five percent. Then maximum tomato for the full charge. I think, I think that's balanced a little bit better. Assuming maximum tomato is the fifty percent as was previously said. It is. Okay. It is. It is. If, yeah. if it's 50%, then that's probably pro probably better. Because, oh boy. <laughs> I did not look into how much they healed. Nice. And now we have the uh, not-so-enviable um, thing. Actually, no. Let's let's uh, let's dive in real quick. Is there any? Are there any special, like, little extra other skills that you would, we would think Adeline would use? Like, such as crawling, wall jumps, etc.? I, I thought about it, and I was just kind of like, none of them really felt right for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't the only one that might apply. The only one that might apply is gliding with ribbon, I think. Yeah, but uh, that's true. But I, gliding has also been dismissed in recent Smash games, and I think we've kind of just kind of run the assumption that it might not come back. Yeah, it, it was it was a bit OP in Brawl. I don't think gliding's ever going to come <laughs> back. If it did, I would agree with you. But I think oh, gliding for... is, uh, I think it's, I don't think it's going to come back, and I don't know that it should. It's I, part uh... of why Meta Knight was, it's part of why Meta Knight was so good. Yeah. And it makes and now navigating Meta... stages like Temple, or Palutena's Temple, like, if you could glide from Palutena's, on Palutena's Temple, get away from your enemies, you would never get hit. That would be fun. <laughs> I mean, it but could it be, be a good mini-game to play. Yep. Catch the pit. Um... Yeah, there you go. An event match where you just glide and try not and, not and do not be damaged, and then for a certain amount of time. 
Um, speaking of things that haven't been smashed for too long, event matches should make a comeback one day. I mean, they're Regardless, just spirit battles. It's the same thing. Um, I have, yeah, that's true. I have, I have kind of a kind of an idea. Um, so, what are we thinking about, like having ink effects similar to Inkling? Since I'm assuming that she would be a very ink-based fighter with her standards as well. I, I don't have that anywhere on mine. I feel like any of the paint I have with her, it's just going to be like the aesthetic. Okay. I wouldn't okay. mind that, but it kind of does eat into Inkling's uh, little niche ability. That's kind of where I feel true. as well. Like it's, it's a very exclusively Inkling thing, and to give it mm -hmm. to any other character that's not from Splatoon would just feel, feel like you're eating, as, as you said, eating into what makes them interesting. And It's like, okay, if we do that, Maybe we Do we have to also play. introduce a charging mechanism or something like that? Right, yeah, that's another good point. Or mm -hmm. any other characters that can dirty another character, so to speak. What if they can right. do that kind of thing? True, true. Like um, when you guys eventually have to do a Bowser Jr. Oh, wait, ha. <laughs> nice. Uh, horrible Final Smash, by the way. Uh, Ribbon... Uh, so I have a couple of ones here that I feel are more firm, though. Uh, one that I have written down is that Ribbon will occasionally attack opponents on her own and just do out a little bit of damage. Like I said, like Adeline is standing idly by and someone approaches her. Ribbon can go out and kind of dish out a little little bit of something. Or uh, And she's also used in, in Adeline's grabs, is what I have written down. Uh, one last thing is Ribbon will carry Adeline for a third jump. That's what I got. Ah, I'm, I'm, the silence I'm thinking, in the room makes me feel like we agree here. I, I, I'm I'm debating on the idea of a third jump. It's not something I thought of, but I, that's possible. I'm I'm not mm -hmm. so sure about her attacking on her own. Uh, that's just mm -hmm. a general thing with me. It's just like I don't want an AI attacking for me. Right. Like with, with right. I mean, the only time that kind of happens already is N Nana a little bit if she like desyncs from Popo. Mm -hmm. But uh, any of the other ones, like the, the Pikmin don't do that. Luma doesn't do that. That's true. Okay. Third third jump, though. Jake, what do you think? I like it. It's a trait commonly shared by all of the other Kirby characters in the Smash series, so... That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Okay, sure. Let's, let's just... Okay, third jump it is. Third jump. Um, let's go. Yeah. And now, now the three of us can can take our third jump into the uh, not so enviable task of deciding on the move set. Oh boy! Yeah, this luckily, is be pain. I do think there is something that is very easy for us already. Uh, the standard special, we all said virtually the same thing. It's just a small matter of uh, exact the exact what execution characters? and what comes out right. Like we all had this is a painting move, but exactly which painting move? Precisely. And, uh, I mean, if there's too much debate over it, too, um, I'm not saying not to talk about it, period, but if there's too much debate over it and we're like, okay, we're running time, it's always something that we can decide when we collaborate on the wiki entry as well, But the, because the standard idea is still prevalent. It's the core of the moveset, the crux, if you will. Um, but Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's uh, it's that's pretty much a lock, obviously, because we all had the the same idea, just with tiny moving parts that are different. Which is basically just 
Are we going to go for listers where you cycle between the Octagon, Ghost Send, and Batamon? I don't know if that was in the correct order. Probably not. It's not. It's actually probably in the exact opposite order. <laughs> but or are we going to do? Yeah, or are we going to do what Jake and I said, which is just, hey, here's a bunch of freaking ideas, and you know, Rick Cannon, Koo, NZ, Meta Knight, King DDD, Dino Blade, DeRoach, Ice Dragon, all this stuff, and then just throw it out. Um, I, kind, I don't know because on one hand, uh, where Jake and I veer is more similar to Adeline's actual boss battles. But where Lister goes might be more, it is cleaner and perhaps more competitively accessible for Smash. So there's pros and cons to each. So, Definitely um, pros and yeah. cons. I, I like yeah. the, I kind of like the idea of introducing um, a little bit more randomness to what gets selected. I think I like, um, there are certainly advantages to having some orders that you can kind of predict. But I think, to me, there there should be a little bit of randomness involved. So picking it out, whoever comes out of the of the easel, I think the best way of getting it is got to be a level of randomness to it. Okay, I'm, I'm not opposed to having it be determined randomly. Uh, I, I considered that whenever I was coming up with uh, the painting moves. So I was like, does it need to be in a set order? Can Adeline choose which one she wants, or should it be random? I kind of just pick with the set order because. It seems like Smash has overall been reducing the RNG in characters' moves. So it's just, there's still some elements. They're like Game of Watch's Judgment Attack, but like uh, the the turnips for Peach. There, are, there's a. I don't think the the, the cross stitch one. I think that's gone, isn't it? I'm pr I'm pretty sure that got removed. And then for Smash Four, King Dedede only throws Gordos now. There's no that's more right. Waddle Do or Waddle Dees, which is. Admittedly, unfortunate because I really like that work. I, I do like randomness in Smash, uh, and I'm not opposed to changing this to be random. Just that's kind of where my thought process was. That's fair. Right. There's also kind of a possibility of maybe a compromise where we meet Lister on his uh, Batamon, Ghost Knight, and Octagon, and then just maybe uh, have a Shulk-like wheel appear, and then he can choose between, say, those three and then maybe three others. Potentially. Idea at all? Yeah. So I'm um, like, I'm not sure who we would choose on because there's far too many. But if, it is a... if there was more being added on there, and that's what gets chosen, I will be messaging you guys after this, trying to figure out, okay, what are we adding on? Because when this gets posted to Smashtopia, I want those full details there. Right. Right. But I, I think uh, we can, we can even remeet if we have time in this podcast, we can remeet on that. But I think maybe we can just keep it there for now and then move on to the rest of the moveset to just kind of de kind of determine where we're generally headed yeah yeah okay uh so for the side special we had jake's canvas curse where adeline flies forward on that rainbow drawn line kind of an an, an homage to the ds title uh then we had my addendum uh side special of mimicking the paint roller maybe even mimicking his poses leaving a paint trail potentially doing the pirouette and then we had Lister's advanced paint move, where you hold down the special button to have the Ice Dragon, YU, or Krakow appear as an extension on, kind of an extension on the standard special move. Whew. And this is where it gets a little more difficult. Yep. I, I, do have, I do have a lean, and I do have an idea for remapping another move, potentially. But I don't want to jump ahead of myself. Um, uh, Jake, I, how are you feeling? Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
Well, I, yeah. I, I was going to say that um, I do think if advanced painting was to be put anywhere, it could be on side, down, or extra skill. It it could be really on any of those three. I concur. I concur. Or um, hell, even the standard. Yeah. Like, say that we, the standard especially, have the circle appear. Oh, it's Octagon, Ghost Knight, Batamon, Ice Dragon, YU, and Crackdown. <laughs> Why would anybody choose anybody but Ice Dragon, YU, or Crackdown? <laughs> That's also a good question. It's also a good question. Um, Maybe going along with what Lister had in mind for the extra skill is um, you could consume some of your meter uh, by holding the the shoulder button or and the special move to eat some of your meter and pick three different uh, it would be if you're at half meter it would be like a mini boss or if you're at full meter it could be like a cracko or a um nice mr shine and mr bright or some other massive kirby boss mainstay uh Daroach, nice. i think was mentioned mm-hmm mm-hmm wow there's a there's another potential idea for sure um that that could potentially throw a big curveball into <laughs> <laughs> that's pr it's pretty late in the episode for me to be throwing a big curveball but here it is yeah but Surprise. The, the gears in my head are like grinding against each other trying to remap everything <laughs> i think i need more oil okay uh what maybe brand? we should have led with the extra skill huh no <laughs> you have to leave with the crux of the moveset. Well, yes, the extra so. skill can now be the crux of the moveset. I think more and more we see Smash characters getting their own unique gimmick as what they build the moveset around rather than the standard special. It's just kind of... When I said that the first time, <laughs> it was um, just from when from our days of making movesets together days. back at Mercurius. Yep. Um, I always was thinking about the standard special as being the the first step in the the link of the move set, but it, it's, it's now really I commonly think like a character's signature move. Exactly, but now now more and more I feel like the extra skill is what these move sets are revolving around when it comes to, like for example, Inkling having the the ink recharging, or when it comes to. Um, uh, little Mac having the KO meter or other kind of gimmicks like that. Those are, they're not um, actual moves that you do or perform. They're ac they're more like a mini game for each of the characters to indulge in. Right. And then the extra skill that Lister kind of proposed for the Smashtopia series, I feel is a natural extension of that that can very realistically be included in even the next Smash. So we can, uh, yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, what, what? How are those gears turning for you? They hurt. They hurt. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, man. Um, do you want to just move on to the up special while we figure what we kind of try and figure that out? I think we should move on to the up special for now. Okay. Okay. That That's a little simpler because... I had that uh, that flying mechanic move where, you know, there's a spiral, but you can also engage in free output, and it's also an ode to Canvas Curse where Adeline is holding her brush and it moves out in, a, in that paint, with the paint thing, and you can walk on it for a period of time. And then 
Jake's is the simpler version of that where you're given a period of time to fly forward in any upwards direction, very similar to Snake's up special. And Lister's was the free flight with the crystal gun, and you can basically gaddle it out at all times if you want to. And if you're not... And if you're dro- and if within 10 seconds you don't find a platform or a surface to sit upon, Adeline falls in free flight. Uh, like Tom Petty, you know, that sort of thing. So, easier kind of place to lie... I think I have a think I have a lean here, but again, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you guys to also hash it out. Um, but I will say the crystal. It's it's kind of dependent on how we want to use the crystal gun. Do we want to use the crystal gun here in in the free flight, or are we more adamant about having it in the final smash, or as an extra skill as I proposed? That's that's or, a good uh, point. I I think. I think it doesn't make much sense if it's in multiple spots. At the very least, the extra skill versus uh, the up special. Definitely only one or the other. Whether it's one of there and then also the final smash, it's, that's possible. But uh, extra skill and up special, I think it should just be one of the two. Right. If right. either I, of the I two. Can... You can also do a thing with your masterpiece where... Adeline is given the crystal gun to use during that free time. But that might be OP. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So um so we're looking at three options here. Uh Jake's flight mechanic, my flight mechanic, or yours with the crystal gun. Right. Um my thoughts personally are Jake's is good. But and and easily executable, but simple. So my bias is leaning more towards mine if we do something like that, just personally. But um, the free flight with the crystal gun is more appropriate for where Adeline's roots are from with crystal shards and and star allies. Whew. So, um, yeah, it's up in the air for me. I'm not leaning any particularly passionate way here. How about how about either of you? I was thinking that my lean would be t- towards listers of having um, free flight with the crystal gun. I think um, I'm not actually too concerned about using it in multiple places. I think having it as as the final smash and having it as um, the up special. I think those are both good little tips of the hat to the to the origin of the character. Which is mm-hmm. nice, and um, and if it just appears in the final smash, then I think that's a little weird because it has nothing to do with the rest of the move set. Whereas using it in two places, where the with the up special and the final smash both, um, gives it a bit more of a tie-in to the main move set of the character, and plus it it's sourced out of uh, Star Allies, which actually I didn't know about, but yep, neither um, did I. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a lot of Star Allies to envision how Adeline would work. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, that's cool. I would own Star Allies by now, but it's just like Mario Tennis Aces where I wasn't particularly keen on buying an unfinished game. You know, so uh, oof. either which way, that's a, that's a cool thing. I, I've considered um, getting it a few times, if only for Smash Research, considering... Uh, I used it to research Adeline, and I used it whenever I made my Mark Smooth set as well. Yeah, there's a ton of Kirby characters from all throughout history put in there. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, there's that. 
And I think that we can also say that extra skill between the three that we've established, which is like Jake's pocketing enemy thing, my crystal gun, we can nix my crystal gun. And I think that the lean is probably on Alfresco, if I'm not mistaken. So we can pro we could at least nix my crystal gun for now. Um, and say that it's between Jake's idea of pocketing an enemy and using reusing it for later, or Lister's Alfresco. Um, going to or the down special for now. Yep. So be before uh, we move yeah. on to the down special, I just want to confirm, were we saying my version of ribbon play, or were we tabling it? I'm oh, good with um, saying yes, thumbs up to Lister's version of ribbon flight. I concur. Okay. So I I'm I mean obviously you know I like my own but uh, I was also I I enjoyed Jake's as well where they kind of like uh, kind of cipher like because I considered that as well for my version but I really like the idea of doing free flight as nobody does that yet yeah yeah good so um for the down special we have the checkerboard chase callback from Jake where the checkerboards uh, the tiles burst up one at a time and fly a little upwards into the air to to knock opponents. Uh, similar in a way to Ike's Eruption, but the execution is more horizontally spoken. And then we have my sculpture, which is kind of akin to a mix of the easel mechanic that we've been talking about and Villager's down special. And then we have Lister's canvas cover, where you hide behind the cover of the canvas to not be hit, and then you can hit an opponent by pushing the easel down if they're right next to it when you when you get back up. Oof. All, again, all good. All decent moves. If I were being honest, I do think that my sculpture is a little lesser compared to the others. Uh, how, what are either of you thinking? How about uh, how about Jake? I'm. I think I'm. I'm partial towards my own. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Usually, I actually like mine here. Um, it's kind of simple, but I think it's a good callback because I really liked those mini games personally, and because. It's just uh, another tip of the hat to the source material. I do concur there. because I, I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah, because while canvas cover is cool, it and it's a, it's a very innovative move to utilize. Definitely. Um, it's also... Another counter. As, yeah, and it's also, as you confess, as you profess, rather... Uh, not pulled from source material, and we were talking earlier. Oh yeah, it's nice to pull from source yeah, material. Yeah, it is. And, it's and, from Star Allies. Uh, it is. Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. It's in nice. the opening trailer for when they revealed the character. I never watched that. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. In that case, I take that back. Yeah. Let's sculptures third place. Then let's say. But I am still leaning just because of Adeline's origins, and then we're getting we're giving Star Allies a nod with the Crystal Gun already, and how that's utilized. I am leaning towards Jake's checkerboard chase here personally. Yeah, I'm I'm totally cool with checkerboard chase. Uh, I, th I think it's a nice way to kind of represent a smaller part of Kirby 64 that some people might not have thought to look into. Uh, and Canvas Cover yeah. also, I kind of put one that one there, knowing it's like it's another counter, and let me try and make it a little bit different, but. I, I didn't really have many ideas for, for what to do there, and I didn't want to use canvas cover, which is like, well, I don't know what else to put, so I guess I'll just put that there. Yeah, I mean, it could be a convincing extra skill, too, but I think uh, that's going to be its own conundrum in just a tad. I mean, I if we're looking at it as a potential extra skill, I think it's weaker than Alfresco. Yeah, I also agree there, so let's just nix it. <laughs> All right, good for me. Okay, 
So um, moving on to the final smash, Jake and I had two of the two similar ideas, but Jake's is more similar to uh, you. You are actually on the stage; it does not engage in a CGI cinematic, and you are using it a la Daybreak, where you get the crystal gun, it's charged up for a brief period of time, and then this crystal energy comes shooting out across the stage to to hurt opponents. Uh, mine, uh, you enter a battle sequence similar to Crystal Sarge Battle Against O2, but instead of O2, it's the characters that you've uh, swiped into the cinematic lined up, and there's that brief period of time where maybe, maybe, it doesn't have to be, where you can aim the reticle yourself, or it just does it for you, and, and you line it up and attack the characters with that same energy beam. And then Lister's, of course, was the masterpiece, where the giant Esol is taken out, and Adeline draws zero two. And zero two comes in to attack opponents with uh, with his uh, beam energy things, while Adeline is also able to move freely about the stage to attack opponents. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah, I am, yeah. One is clearly the more unique of the others, and and one the of these are... things is not like the other. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not. Yeah, we, yeah. we essentially, essentially like, we have mine. one that's a. Uh, we we have we have one that's a cinematic cutscene. We have one that's uh, a beam battle smash, and then we have one that's kind of comparable to Andros, the Andros assist trophy, or uh, Pit's final smash and brawl. That's re really the three. Okay. You you boil down to the base concepts. That's what we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Jake's and Jake and I both are good good homages to um, the Crystal Shards, of course, and they're and they're more in line with what will probably happen. I mean, if if we're really lining up, mine is more likely to be what will actually be put in Smash proper if Adeline were actually playable. But, but uh, there's the process. Exactly, exactly, and then there's the process of having two separate. Uh, occurrences like Jake's would be very likely, I feel, during probably the Brawl era, and then yours is just like, Whoa, Zonky, Wonky, Donkey. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't particularly like one or, one over the other, but yours is definitely more undeniably fresque or alfresco, one might say. So, when, when it comes yeah, to the um, two of yours, because I think that's mm -hmm. an easier comparison. I have a lean between the two of yours, but then it's that one versus mine where I'm kind of like, I don't know, either or could be a good option. I, I think the yeah. hardest part with mine is kind of seeing the attacks come in from the background and having to deal with, okay, where are they? Am I about to get hit? Which has always kind of been my deal with the Andros assist, where it's like, I, I don't know when those tiles are actually on the stage and they can hit me, but I'm just going to run away from them before they even get near me in the first place. Uh, but between yours two, I, I think I'll probably go Jake's over yours because I want I mean, we. It's a beam, but we don't have a, as many beam final smashes, and we've got a fuck ton of cutscenes. Would you be able to would, would you be able to diagonally move the beam per se, or would it just be a straight shooting beam? Uh, that sounds like a question for Jake. Yeah, I was thinking that it would be nice to angle it, but maybe. Um, in bringing Ribbon back into the moveset, what if uh, you were able to kind of gently move up and down um, with the while still guiding the crystal beam? You're flying. You're now flying off the ground with Ribbon holding Adeline. 
Oh. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's Because that makes it a little different from just having, for example, the Daybreak or the Zero Laser where you're on the ground and shooting. Mm -hmm. um, and more of a hat tip to the final battle where Ribbon is holding Kirby you're, yeah, that, and flying through the sky, Smash Skip and style. That, that also... <laughs> Smash Skip, fly through sky. That also changes it, though, from, say, Lucario's final smash that you can angle or... Sure, yeah. Um, or me, Gunner's final smash. That actually changes things a lot because while Lister's aesthetic is brilliant I think what would be more utilized and applicable to a rousing game of Smash and be able to actually change the tide of battle a lot more would be yours Jake I agree. so with, with that in mind I'm actually um, kind of surprised here but I'm, I'm actually voting for Jake's in this instance I mean, before the idea of uh, Ribbon being able to carry Adeline using the gun to kind of raise up or down where you're firing with it, I was definitely thinking Masterpiece. Cause, I mean, come on, it's having a zero to yeah. two be summoned is fucking awesome. But it I is, really definitely. Like that. Yeah. The, yeah. The only thing about summoning zero two while awesome is just that zero two was an enemy that they were trying to fight against. Uh, in the original game, so maybe I would say like they wouldn't necessarily summon it as an ally. I mean, she summons an ice dragon in Krakow. Yeah, but they're friendly and cute, and Zero Krakow Two is, is friendly? terrifying. <laughs> Krakow's yeah, not friendly. Adeline, no, Adeline blood. It cries blood. Krakow. It shoots blood. It's terrifying. I mean, I'm it's... not saying Zero Two was friendly, but Krakow. <laughs> <laughs> you know. If, if we ever did a Dark Matter moveset, Zero Two could be a Final Smash there easily, too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, that that's... Yeah. Yeah, either either which way, but I I have professed my, my lean here. How are you feeling, Xantok? I, I, I already <laughs> said I was good for the laser gun. Okay. I don't okay. know where then, you uh... were not listening, but... <laughs> I was I I have Rugrats on another screen. Clearly. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um Okay, so that leaves the extra skill. And I think that with Crystal Gun already being used as it is, that we can twice in the moveset, that's pretty much good enough. We can nix my crystal gun. Uh the pocket enemy thing, that's fine. So we're kinda of leaning off fresco and that's all. I good think so. I yeah. think Alfresco is the way to go. I concur, especially if we're going to loop it into this potential system that is widespread amongst the summoning mechanic. We may as well loop it in here too with the extra skill for food. So, yeah, gives you options. I think that makes it a little bit more versatile. I concur. I concur. I'm not with Alfresco. Um, okay, down with Alfresco, and and that leaves us. I think because we're we're pushing time, we're going to have to decide over the course of a week or two just how we're going to affirm the standard and sides outside of this podcast. Well, uh, mildly. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's see what we can figure out here before we just start throwing that off into the wind here. Because at the end of the day, okay. I'm going to have to be typing this all up anyway. So, let's figure out what we can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what, what are, what, what so, do you propose then? 
So first of all, I think we need to look at um, the side specials and what we're going to do there with that one. It's like, are we? Do we mm-hmm. want to go with the advanced painting? Uh, it's like if we even if we don't do that one, I don't think it can really be rolled in with the standard one because those three things are going to be a lot more powerful than the regular enemies. Uh, re- regular mm-hmm. painting needs to be all kinds of things that are just on the same level to me. I feel like like being able to summon oh it's a Batamon or oh it's King Day King Day is going to be a lot more useful than a Batamon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's also true. Um, so I think we need to decide then, uh, the standard is pretty much what it is. Are we, but are we going to establish advanced painting as a side special or are we going to go for paint roller or canvas curse? That's kind of, I guess that's what we have to decide first. Um, I really like the paint roller idea. I think it could be well utilized as a side special, but if need be, yeah. I mean, if need be, we can we can divvy up elements of that move into uh, standard and and uh, smash attacks. Um, like the pirouette could be an up smash or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's just a question of do we have two different versions of this paint and canvas move? Uh, one being more uh, one containing more difficult opponents and and whatnot, or shall we go paint roller? I suppose is what we're looking at. Um, and like Jake, I, I do have a... Again, I do have a place that I'm kind of thinking. Uh, what do you think, Lister? I mean, nat- naturally, I like the idea of doing the advanced painting. I mean, come on, I, I came up with it. Uh, I, I do have a little <laughs> bit of difficulty imagining the paint roller move. Uh, but can, can we... Jake, can you go back over what your canvas curse one is so I can kind of remember what that looked like? Kind of more of a simpler version of what um what john came up with when it came to the paint roller idea mm-hmm. it would just be uh kind of more like pac-man's uh pac-man's move where uh he guides the power pellet out in front of him it, it would be adeline guiding uh, a canvas drawing line out in front of her and then um either rolling or uh riding along the line in a with a the force of momentum behind her or having ribbon ride the line or having Ribbon ride the line. Surfing on Ribbon, perhaps? <laughs> perhaps. That's a hmm. that's a decent idea. Uh, and then the, the paint roller move is essentially just skating forwards, right, John? You're skating forward, but you have a lot of... Uh, it could be chargeable, and you have a lot of other elements at your, at your disposal. Again, you can move the directional output upwards and perform pirouette that'll spray paint everywhere from the brush uh you're moving forward like paint roller most of the time and just slam into opponents sure you can also have that paint trail behind you like jake was professing in his uh canvas curse as well okay uh i'm kind of i'm kind of divided between these like i i uh, to be to be completely honest here i'm leaning on advanced painting just because of like the, the versatility that you have there with the three different things that you can do, but uh, it, it sounds like you guys both kind of feel like it should be one of the other two. So I'm more interested in hearing what you guys have to say. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm I am leaning towards mine. I'm that, also that, leaning that's... towards yours. <laughs> oh, 
Really? So we're kind of taking yours off the table, huh? That's what it sounds like? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I actually, I like the idea of giving a, a little tip of the hat to, to paint roller and um, painting on some roller skates sounds like fun and adding the element of a mid, uh, mid line ride pirouette sounds cool too. Okay. So I'm all, I'm all for that. All right. Okay. 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 And then I think so, that listers can be tied a little bit more into the main special move, the core of the move set, if you will, um, with stronger paintings being used in in combination with the alfresco extra skill. Right. Okay. Then uh, I think maybe that's kind of kind of where we stand then, because uh, I, I'm actually yeah. I'm actually going to say I don't the the meter being used for both of them. Is, it kind of feels like to me you'd be using one move or the other. Mm-hmm. So I I'm, I don't. God, I'm trying to think. We can I'm, always. I'm thinking here, here's kind of where I'm thinking with the with the painting of it. Then uh, either the standard special I think is just like several smaller enemies, or it could be just advanced painting taking over it, or advanced painting takes over Alfresco. Yeah, I can I concur. I can, that's a way to make it less complicated. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't mind the idea of it being used in multiple different ways, just because I think it would be it'd be a good way to choose between offense or defense. What you find more important to be, like, do you want to use food Ooh. to keep your your damage down, or do you want to, uh, in a pinch, have a stronger ally to with more perhaps more uh, versatility or more. Um, utility, I guess it would be. Like, do you have like a nice dragon that can rampage across the stage, or do you want like a dark matter that you can fly on, or something like that? Um, as that, that's uh, yeah. Hmm? So sorry. So, or do you just want to get a quick? Li- do you want to just harass somebody with a little tiny waddle d? Or <laughs> nz. Yeah. I, I know what you're. I know what you're going for here. So basically. If it, if you're pressing one trigger, it could be alfresco. If you're pressing the other, it could be advanced painting. Something like that, or or even just you could uh, it when you have um, when you use your special move uh, with the meter filled up determines mm-hmm. that you're going to consume some of it. I, I think that that makes it a little bit more streamlined. You can opt to hold the trigger and press the special move to conjure food, or not do it and just press the standard special button to paint an enemy of varying strength depending on how full your meter is. Okay. That's kind of what okay. I was envisioning at least. I uh, I don't see the problem with that. I can see Lister saying it might be more complicated, so uh, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. <laughs> I mean, it's... The gears are a turning. They're not well, not very well they are. <laughs> I I feel like we're mixing too much in there. That's getting too complicated. Like we're mm-hmm. we're we're combining two different attacks with two different inputs. Mm-hmm. Shoot! Who knew that this was going to be as complicated as it was? As it is, honestly. <laughs> Well, we can simplify it and keep them as distinct moves then. I, I don't mind that either. I think that's totally fair play and 
Um, no, no, no sense in overcomplicating a simple character. Yeah, I agree. yeah. Okay, so shall we keep? So, since Jake and I have leaned paint roller, unless that's changed, for, unless that's changing, um, are we making the extra skill advanced painting, or are we making the extra skill alfresco? I think that advanced is... painting would be would be my choice. Yeah. If if we're um, not gonna tie it too too tightly to the um, to the introduction of food into the picture, I think that it would be better to have either painting or if the meter is sufficiently full, advanced painting. That if that sounds like a decent enough compromise, yeah. <laughs> I I think it will be fine over alfresco like ha have okay. it like have this i mean okay Here, here's the way to think about it like jake you mentioned before how the standard special again we mentioned several times like early <laughs> on in smash history because i'm like i mean so it's kind of like built around that a little bit that's where you have like your your fireball your charge shot your bow and arrow i guess originally it was the boomerang but whatever your your inhale with kirby but then more modern characters are coming more uh uh can't think of the word the gimmicks they're they're being based around more gimmicks and that's kind of where the extra skill is a lot of times like it, it can be a gimmick for a character so you have a painting as a standard but then the extra skill is the advanced painting kind of like we're going from the evolution of smash of the special button to the gimmick nice i am in that's... favor i like that idea wow. it ties it wow. all together perfectly over the theme of the episode of standard special being the core <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we did it. That just simplified really everything. Jesus. <laughs> Balance has been restored. Uh, as all things should be. I am hysterical. This is amazing. Thank goodness. Jesus. Um, so, quick overview. The standard is is the uh, the easel, standard easel move where you're summoning an enemy. The side is paint roller. The up is the free flight with a crystal gun. The down is checkerboard chase. The final smash is Jake's take on the crystal gun. And the extra skill is advanced painting. A fairly fairly well-balanced moveset that, there, we, that we really had to reach towards. To, there, there, is one, there is one question. Which version of painting were we doing for the, for the standard special? Uh... I'm le I'm leaning on the random one just because that's how it is in the mini boss thing personally. Okay, what, was it like random out of the three, or random out of everything, random out of the six? Yep, random out of the random out of the everything. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe six. Okay. Yeah, if, if we're if it's gonna be random out of any out of random period. Uh, after this, we're gonna have to like actual write down which ones because I'm not just gonna write down on the thing. It could be random yeah. anything. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, no, we're, no. Let's let's not. We'll we can sort it out. We can sort it out. Since we're we're running time on this episode though for sure, so we uh, TBD. Okay. 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 Well, let's quickly uh, get to some costume ideas and stages and bada bing bada boom. Okay. Yep. Let's, uh, Lister, you have any costume ideas? So costumes for me, I just kept them very simple. Uh, there's red, blue, bright green, yellow, purple, orange, pink, monochrome. And, like, the last one I did for, like, her 10th costume, I just figured, you know what would be fun? So we've talked about Addo early on. She wears Addo's actual outfit from Kirby Dream 1 and 3. 
Why not? Nice. Nice. I like a little, that. A little bit different. So, hey, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jake, kind of lightning round costume ideas real quick. My costume ideas were, so there are some alternate colors that you, if multiple people pick the same character in the minigame segment of Crystal of Crystal Shards. Mm-hmm. So there's like a, a red or like a pink tunic with a pink beanie with a lighter, like a magenta tunic with a pink beanie. There's a yellow tunic with a brown beanie. And then there's a blue tunic with a, a yellow beanie. And I was thinking those would be kind of perfect perfectly suited for alternate colors um nice. and then yeah nice. like like i think an ado to an ado costume is a, a given and then a monochrome one i like that idea as well from lister i concur i have a monochrome one as well and ado is a brilliant idea um what i have to offer from here is just uh colors based on other mini bosses or other bosses in the game like like we mentioned Canvas Curse and, and Rainbow Curse a couple of times. How about something based on like Drossia, where you have this purple outfit and uh, cyan hair and whatnot, and you can have Ribbon take on the place of Aline, that that clay fairy from uh, Rainbow Curse as well, with the with the tricolored hair and the pink outfit. Um, also, maybe maybe something based on characters like Magalore or Susie with like a white outfit with pink hair or even the Poppy, Poppy Brothers Senior and Junior where Adeline could have like a blue outfit and Ribbon could be wearing something yellow. Um, so those are those are some costume ideas and again um, something something we can sort out more on Smashtopia proper but it's nothing too pressing but those are some, uh, some nice ideas shared between all of us. And last but most certainly not least the uh the stage and uh i'll just go off the top of my head and uh someone mentioned the uh the kind of autumn aesthetic stage from the crystal shards which i feel would be a nice looking one for adeline nothing too crazy maybe just a few slopes here and there and uh mainly the kind of like the painterly aspect of adeline's character comes out because the main draw would be the aesthetic of the stage with, the, with those autumnal colors in the sky and whatnot uh lister uh your stage so my stage is actually the same thing uh it doesn't have an official name uh mm -hmm. in kirby 64 so i just called it the autumn force because that just really fit it, it's a force that's clearly in the middle of autumn like you can top by the leaves there'd be tree stumps that you could uh fight on them maybe there's that uh that platform that can be ridden from one tree to another maybe that could be in there or even just like the whole area where you actually fight adeline in kirby 64 who knows but yeah, they basically yeah. the same idea. Nice, and uh, and that leads us to Jake. What's your stage? Surprise! I also um, was going to pick something <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, that makes the sense. What else it. are you going to do with her? Just have a, a stage called Paint World? Come on. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you could, but there. So there's some. Um, <laughs> there, the autumnly aesthetic from um, from Kirby sixty four was is a great idea, just because. Um, there was also the the mini game called Bumper Crop Bump, which is has oh, a, yeah. has the fruits falling from the trees, and that has like a, a almost a paint like storybook quality to it when you play on those stages. So uh, combining yeah. that with the main area where you fight Adeline, Adeline would be perfect, I think. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, with that said, 
looks like we're all in surprisingly uh, choral arrangement on the stage. So without further ado, I think we've, uh, speaking of running a little short on time, looks like Jake pretty much has to split. So we just wanted to say thank you for taking part in this and, and going over the shockingly painstaking effort to create this moveset. So it's, it's oh, been not. a blast, and I'm yeah, it's it's been a blast, and I and I've been happy to we've been happy to have you here. Not painstaking Absolutely. at all. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. I, it course. was a lot of fun delving back into our roots and uh, brainstorming oh, yeah. a move set all together. This is a lot of fun. Maybe yeah, uh, maybe we'll do it again someday. That would be great. Yeah. All right. Have fun. It's time for us to paint this podcast without you. <laughs> Cheers, boyos. See you later. All right. Jake, fly through sky and right on out of here. Uh, with that said, that just about leaves us with the outro. It does. Yeah. So, wow, what, what moves that we've come up with here? Uh, I think I think it was definitely a harder one to really just nail down everybody's individual ideas and figure out what we actually have to choose yeah. from. Yeah. I can feel the, the visceral reaction from you without even saying anything that just inner turmoil and pain as jake and i were like yeah let's go with jano's idea for the side special <laughs> i mean there were a few times just like oh i put so much thought into that i know i know it's uh it's bound to happen it's oh, bound yeah. to happen it, it absolutely does uh, yeah. it's it's happened i'm sure it has happened in most of the episodes between one of us or even our guests before it's oh yeah oh yeah yeah I, I will say it's it's nice to see it nicely divvied up between the three of us, though. Like, most of the time, when we have these tri-episodes, we kind of go in a certain lean. Right. Like, the SEO episode or the Waluigi episode that we started out with. This one was nicely balanced. Yeah. So at least there's that. And it was it was a, it felt like a nice collaboration. Kind of took us back to the Mercurius era, where we would, like, do duo submissions together you and I, or like when TurboTaxer and I made the Poyo Blob moveset. <laughs> I mean, so the, there's, there's the difference that. there when we did this before is we would divide up, it's like, okay, I'll do the side, you do the up. It's like, okay, and we just make them independent. We didn't be like, okay, here's my up, what's your up? It's like, ooh, which up do we use? We didn't do that. No, That's something no, unique to no, these podcasts. This is, this is some advanced stuff. Yeah. <laughs> To say the least, but at least we were kind of all in unison on the stage at the end, so there was that. It was harmonious to ring Jake out of there, so. Absolutely. Sweet, sweet. Um, Pretty much ready to wrap this up, though, if you are. Absolutely. What are we okay. coming up with next? Okay, we're, we're going to close out this cycle with a, another Smasher Dash, as always. And it's going to be two very off-kilter characters to start from Nintendo's history. Uh, one of them still kind of a series floating about that shocked the world when it had a uh, musical addition to Smash Ultimate. So it's going to be F-Type versus the Savvy Stylist. Two characters that you've been rather passionate about talking about potential inclusion in two, Smash. Two, two very odd characters that would not, not fight normally. Stunt Race FX versus Style Savvy, oh boy. And the second mm -hmm. matchup, well, let's just say it's even wilder than that, and you guys should definitely listen to it. It's exactly. Weird. The, only, the only hint that I can possibly give towards that second matchup 
that was just going to stay shrouded in mystery until it happens is we could have talked about them in a previous episode had we stayed on track with what that episode was going to be which we didn't because we talked about spirits instead so with that said uh have a have a wonderful happy time. easter happy easter sweet dreams